Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and welcome to the Jewel Network Science Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network is a radio frequency of continuous streaming science, knowledge, and wisdom which promotes and sustains the present evolutionary process of immortality and the unfolding of the God Self within an evolving planetary society on planet Earth. The Jewel Network is committed to broadcasting the sciences of life and the sciences of living by cultivating the mind of a scientist. You are being able to extract the very best the 21st century has to offer. You are listening to the Dr. Jewel's Neural Redesign Program and much, much more with your host physician, surgeon, microbiologist, preventative medicine, hygiene physician, and surgeon general, Dr. Jewel Pope. Greetings, greetings. How are you? And I'm so glad to be back. And this is me. It's really me. I'm live. And we have some interesting things to talk about. But oh my goodness, we are still in the global reset. And I tell you, so many changes are happening, aren't they? So, so many things. So we've had uh, the transition of some very great people um, here from planet Earth. And um, one of the things, the uh, radio announcer, Mr. Shaw, that uh, used to be the anchor for CNN, and I don't know how many people really knew about him, but when CNN, the most well-known political news station, uh, existed, um, Bernard is his name, yes, Bernard Shaw, uh, incredible uh, person, et cetera, but he always stayed in the background. Okay, he kind of in Ted Turner, but uh, he's not here anymore. And it seems like this uh, disorder known as cancer is really taking people out. And, of course, you know, we don't really know what happened to uh, Queen Elizabeth II, but she's also not here. And there's just a list of other people who have left their bodies. So, of course, you know, here at the university, the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living, Okay, we are teaching individuals that these very short lifespans occur because people do not know how to take care of their, quote, human body avatar. The human body avatar was created to last for thousands and thousands of years. And even those individuals who are in the what we call more modern-day religions and definitely are somewhat read in the teachings of Christianity, their reference book, one of them, the uh, Holy Bible, the first chapter in the Holy Bible, the Old uh, Testament, uh, Genesis, talks about people having very incredible long lifespans. And yes, they had human avatars just like you. So how did they do that? Well, of course, it's Maybe the water is different and the earth is different. No, it's not that. It's a a bunch of other things. And this is why the JNR, the Jewel Neural Redesign Program, is so important because the degree of neurologic development and diversity has had a serious relapse over the last centuries. Let's talk about maybe three 3,000 years, it's been a serious, serious problem here 
with the brain underdeveloping across the board. So, yes, we have had those special people that, of course, have come forward. And, you know, there's a whole list of names of them where now we got automobiles and running on hydrocarbon and automobiles now running on water and electricity. And now they're running on sunshine, literally solar-driven. We've got planes that are able to do that, just an airplane. So these are examples of what? The further development of the brain to release to you, a conscious being, the information about you and your environment that's available to you. Remember that. And most people don't recognize that discoveries are always known to nature and to the cosmos. But now, are they known to you as humans? And that is what the rediscovery is, to rediscover that your environment, okay, uh, has always been here with all of these uh, opportunities. It's just you as a consciousness was able to find the information within your own genetic history that now allows you that you could have a different relationship with your home planet, different relationship with the air, with the water, uh, with the earth, which is why our buildings look so different. We can use the earth, the cement, the chemicals from the earth to make plastics, et cetera, where now our buildings look like spirals, okay, instead of just these straight uh, vertical blocks rising off the land. Oh, yeah, this is brain development. I want you to start seeing what's before your very eyes. This is a reflection of the development and utilization of the brain to learn how to see yourself differently. And by doing that, the easiest way is to redesign or upgrade your brain. So with that understanding, we are going to have some interesting discussions because so many of the children are having problems because the adults are having problems with their brains. So I'll be right back, and I want to talk about how the dual neural redesign program upgrades all brains when applied properly, and especially the children. So we're going to talk about the children's day in our program today. And it's a a wonderful program. I've used it for years. The thing is, should I say the thing, But the catch is to get the parents to conform to their agreement to be good parents so that the children can follow through on the program so that the child as well as the parent now are all evolved beings. That's the key. So I really started focusing on the adults because the adults were having the problems being able to follow through on the agreements to chaperone the development of the brain of the children. So we're going to talk about more about that today. So I'll be right back after this message from our sponsor, and let's get busy working with our future, the children. Be right back. You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network provides the world nutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain nervous system, and body. Remember, the source is a neuron.
Wow, that's so important. Again, if you're just tuning in, hi, this is me, <clears throat> Dr. Jewel Pukram, and I am live today. Okay, we're doing as many of these shows uh, as we can live because there's so much information happening right now that's affecting us now and our future that I want to make sure that you're aware of. So we'll be airing live as we'll shows during the rest of the week with our other guest hosts. So, again, what we're talking about, the concern now that we have for the children. Boy, with this global reset, so many changes we've been going through definitely for the past three years, the um, pandemic and the uh, COVID-19 virus really caused a real big shakeup in the children. And you don't hear much about that because the parents are still trying to regroup whether they can go back to the job that they had, whether they can get a job, okay, whether their health is going to actually return back to a semblance of what it used to be prior to being infected with the COVID. It's so many different struggles, and therefore, if we're struggling, then all of our corporations, all of the basic businesses, everything that we've been involved in and literally stood in control of have been highly affected. If you're relying on more what I call sensational news, a lot of this information is not being uh, departed, excuse me, um, relayed to you. Uh, and so, therefore, your perspective on what's happening could be uh, deficient or distorted. And I'm just asking you to catch up. Expand the... Uh, avenues that you seek information from. This is very important. Do not rely on just the 4 o'clock news, 5 o'clock, 10 o'clock news, etc. You've got to basically have access to more news. And how do you do that? You speak to your friends, okay? This is another problem that what the um, pandemic created, not coming in contact with other people. This was a serious problem that you were made to think that they were the ones that were carrying the so-called COVID-19 virus. We've always carried all kinds of things as humans. And so this is a whole different story. This show is not for that to tell you and to enlighten you about your immune system. But the key here is I saw most damaging was the fact that you began to lose trust and a comfort in speaking with someone that looked like you, that spoke like you, that was the gen- same same gender that you, same gender gender <laughs> gender that you were, because this was a means of information that could be imparted to you right away, and we lost that. That was a real big. Um, I don't want to, I don't know what to call it, but it was, it had so many tentacles in it that really damaged the capacity of human beings to be able to communicate very rapidly amongst themselves through all of their bodies, the physical body, the emotional body, the mental body. When we communicate with with each other, we communicate completely multidimensionally with all of the bodies relative to a human, not just through the telephone, through the ear. Everybody 
body is actually saturated and exchanged with energies from each other when we are able to be closer to each other. So why was that six-foot delineation given? Well, that's scientific, too. That definitely diminishes the amount of information that is exchanged between humans at a distance, depending upon what we call the auric radiation of the average person. But now, how did the children suffer? Well, there's a disease known as uh, autism that has been uh, in our environment for decades of real concern. And so we would hear uh, information about it, that kind of thing, et cetera, but it wasn't really made uh, something viable and really present in our environment until recently, maybe the last seven, eight years. Now you'll see uh, information about autistic children and, you know, some organizations address that uh, issue. And there's a couple movies that I remember being exposed to where the children were autistic. And it was mm, not really made very clear when this disorder was spoken about, but it is a serious problem now amongst that children. And so, therefore, we have as remedies for this. So it's very interesting what's coming up. But the main thing that we're noticing with these children is that there's definitely a problem with the neurologic development of the brain, and therefore all the organs that are receiving information via their nervous system, via the nervous system, are now damaged, are altered in their capacity to respond to themselves as an organ and be a participating part of a bigger system, the body, to do its job accurately. So we find that a lot of these children, that their brain, for whatever reason, has not been that and then the environment, very important, the epigenetic environment then does not offer the stimuli necessary to allow the brain to really catch up and also to compete and have persistent stimulation to normalize itself relative to itself, its own brain normalizing itself and getting used to itself because you have to remember the children's brain is growing very, very rapidly. Lots and lots of neurons growing. So many of them die. They cause a, a pruning process. But a lot of the neurons can stay viable and mature if the environment supports that. And we're finding out that our environment, which is analogous to epigenetics, what influences the genes outside of the body is the fact that the environment is quite deficient and is not able to support and stabilize the growth of these new neurons where they, just like a tree, you plant a little sapling and you water it and protect it, and then it finally grows up to be a full-fledged neuron member of the nervous system and will exist for the life of the individual 
and to be able to regenerate itself. It's not happening. So let's look at here. Let's make this very clear. What are the common symptoms of, of uh, children with autism? They commonly have problems with eczema, diarrhea, constipation, rashes, dark circles around the eyes, and visible stomach problems. Now, this is basically known to occur through the potential genetic susceptibility that these children have because they have identified genetic um, malarrangements that are present. So, so we do have, you know, genetic markers for this. And therefore, these underdeveloped or even missing uh, development of the genes may be causing these kinds of symptoms. But the nutrient deficiencies and the food allergies strongly influence the severity of the symptoms. So in that if the child can't eat, the child basically has problems passing off its waist. So skin, very important in children, now cannot receive proper information from the environment, of the genetic environment, then therefore information needed for further brain development, et cetera, is a serious problem. Therefore, now the microbial, uh, the microbiology of the growth, not only also on the skin, but definitely the digestive tract helps us to do what? Get additional minerals and vitamins that's not easy to absorb from our food. Uh, so called symbiotic bacteria assist us in being able to have balanced nutrition because what they produce is important mineral and vitamins. And that's not happening. So therefore, a lot of the uh, children affected with this strange neurologic perception of their reality called autism also have diseases this disease in their digestive tract. Usually it has too much yeast in it or parasites viruses and bacteria, and also very, very slow-growing, but very, very invasive. We don't want that at all. So this definitely affects the further growth and development of the children's brain because these toxins made from these pathogens, these bacteria, these viruses, et cetera, that lingers in the bloodstream, how they get to the brain, it is able to cause serious impairment of the growth of the neurons. Yeah, I said a lot here, so I want you to think about that. See for another sponsor. So I'll be right back after this message, and we'll continue to talk about that. Humanity is experiencing a vast variety of disorders, HIV, Zika virus, Ebola, hypertension, meningitis, STDs, Alzheimer's, COVID-19, and many others. These disorders are the result of not knowing how to live within and navigate the human body. Most of us have learned how to drive a car, but have yet to learn how to care for and navigate our body. 
Enroll into the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living to learn how to navigate and maintain a disease-free body. Visit us at www.jewish.education or visit us on Facebook. Well, hi, if you're just tuning in, I'm right back, and I'm so glad to be here. I'm Dr. Jewel, and this is the Jewel Science News uh, Network, TJN. So we are talking about autism in children, and we're talking about how the Jewel Neural Redesign Program for children really can assist these children in the continued maturation of their brain, time they reach hormonal maturity in their teens, et cetera, they have a fully developed brain, or should I say a, a brain full of neurons that was the continued use of sacred geometry and developing finally a healthy digestive tract because uh, we in our program give you the information on what needs to happen in your environment for uh, children's growth and development, especially children who already maturing their nervous system. So now the Jewel Neural Redesign Program, we are just excited about the revolutionary technique to ensure that your child will possess a fully mature and fully integrated brain and nervous system upon maturity. So the tool is easy to use and employ by well-trained parents who are willing to put the time to take the time child apply the safety geometry to their nervous system, preferably by visualization. For a couple minutes a day, that's all it takes, but has the consistent application of the child with geometry that the parent wants to assist. So what happens is that the parent, because they have to make sure that their brain receives the stimuli from the geometry of the dual neural redesign program, the same has to happen with the child. So most children, probably 9% of them are not going to be meals, but they're early in their life. Uh, the parent can only provide that, and in this case, the parent has to also be present to ensure that the child forms to looking at the symbol for the amount of time indicated. Now, what I really like about the JMR program is that it offers so much other information to make sure that that epigenetic environment supports the continued growth of the neurons of the brain, slows down the nutrition rate so that so many neurons don't die in infancy and early childhood in the brain because the environment is so toxic. And we talked about the fact that with the uh, chronic constipation or chronic diarrhea or having, you know, toxic bacteria and viruses growing in the stomach of the 
child, to identify track of the child, and give also have an environment that's healthy and clean for the brain cells to grow. Now, let me give you a little bit of information here that we make sure that every parent sees when they grow their child into a program. Now, from both and throughout infancy, that is from zero to two years of age, childhood, by definition, is from two years to 12 years of age, years of age, the body grows daily and the structure and function of the body's tissues are being directly guided by participation expressed to the cell from its genes as well as influenced by and from the child's environment. Home and school environment, clothing, food, exposure to the water, to air, to sunlight, all directly affect the growth and development of a child's body. And specifically, for a child abuse, the dual neural program, we want to make sure that we understand what has to be implemented in the home, on the child's body, etc., to ensure that all the tissues are supported. Tissue group and challenge. Extraordinarily, because children cannot wear any kind of fabric. A lot of parents, they don't seem to know that. They just buy things because they look cute and got little insignias on them and they're embroidered this way. And they don't go beyond what they see on the surface. They don't check what that material is for that particular jacket or their skirt or that undershirt or their pants or the pants, the, the underwear are imparting to the tissues and naturally because everything absorbed from the skin goes into the bloodstream and therefore carried by the blood to where? To the brain. In our day and our design for the children, we have all of this out. And I just want to share just a little bit of information more with you. For example, we definitely stress that the children's clothing should be made out of natural fibers and materials, all the clothing. So, therefore, we recommend cotton, hemp, rayon. Many parents don't know about hemp, the plant that is used to make uh, materials for clothing. Rayon, that's not like nylon. Very important to know the difference. Silk, as we know, comes from the silk caterpillar, okay, which can be a moth or can be a butterfly. That's where it comes from. That's why we let you know that silk is from an animal. Leather, leather is very good for the skin. It really is. It holds heat and makes it absorbently uh, warm. It basically helps to also keep the school skin cool. Wool, we recommend wool, but wool has to be monitored because we want to know definitely were the lamb fed organically and that they weren't treated for 
uh, pesticides uh, were sprayed and also uh, internally so that that does not get imparted to the hair of the sheep that have that. Another natural fiber that we want to be aware of that is available for uh, children's wear is cotton. But definitely so much cotton now is coming from Europe and uh, Kazakhstan, I think is the one European country over there that saturates their cotton plants with Roundup. And you don't want to use that Roundup because of the uh, glyphosate chemical that's there. It's very, very toxic. Okay, and so that's definitely getting scared. And then into the bloodstream as well and hair. Neurological development in our already challenged autistic child. So, women is wonderful. We like that a lot, and the manifest is even better for the children than cotton. Jute, J-U-T-E, which is also a plant, a plant fiber that is used to make fabric as well. And women should in African tropics don't know about uh, the African fabric because that comes from the palm. These are very, very important materials that you want to ensure that your children's clothing is made from. So we've got so many different types of fabric out now. We're still concerned about the use of dye floating through the skin that slowly gets into the bloodstream, etc. There are so many fabrics out now that for the industry, it's easy for them to work with. They don't have to uh, worry about invasion of the product. That used to be a problem of the, you know, worms and the moth worms are going to come and heat up the uh, fabric, et cetera, put holes in the uh, fabric and the wool and that kind of thing. So they use these synthetic materials that store longer, they ship easy, but what is it doing to your child's brain? You want to pay attention to that. Now, there are definitely some fabrics that no child should have in their clothing. And I'm going to read this online so that you can hear this. Your children's clothing should not be made from acetate, nylon, polyester, asthma, uh, lanitol fiber and polyamine fibers. Yeah, polyamide fibers, lanitol fibers, fibers, polyester, nylon, and acetate. So the cute little jackets and all these different things, etc. You think they're so easy, you can just throw them in the dryer, wash them, and you know, they don't need ironing. It's easy to hold their color and all these things. What are they doing to your children's brain? Nobody ever is asking that question. And it's a problem. The linings in the shoes of the children, very toxic. We definitely recommend that no children should be walking around 
with rubber-soled shoes on their feet unless they're in some type of athletic activity. So, of course, if they're running around playing tag and, you know, that kind of thing, they're playing bullies, football, baseball, soccer, whatever, yes, they need a uh, surface on their foot that is going to hold the foundation that they're standing on, running on, et cetera. But other than that, when they're at school most of the time, and they're on social events, et cetera, they should have a shoe on their foot. The top of the foot as well as the sole should be able to breathe. And so in the past, shoes were made from what? Leather. Leather top of the sole, the top of the shoe as well as the leather sole. And even when they got fancier, they said that you can use a lot of these fabrics uh, for the tops of the shoes, cut down the cost at that time because leather was more expensive. So we can make cotton tops and hemp tops for the shoes and silk, beautiful silk shoes, leather, obviously, uh, and linen top shoes. They used to be quite stylish and they were considered more uh, expensive. But the incidence of what? Athlete's foot. Okay. Fungus again, okay, harsh, uh, stubborn bacteria. A real problem here for the foot in general now throughout the society, children as well as adults. And it's caused a lot of problems with the mobility of humans as well as the condition of the tendons and muscles, et cetera, in the foot and in the leg because shoes that don't and don't allow patients necessary to allow the body to be mobile, to have proper sensation, clean blood flow, etc. needed for them to function properly. Them being your foot and just in the foot, not happening. So these are just some of the things that uh, I talk about in James in our program for the children. So you're not paying attention to how you dress the children, footwear, the, uh, the brain is what? A very important organ in the body, but what is even, we don't talk about it much, but we talk about it a lot, and that's skin. The largest organ of the body is the skin, but people don't perceive that it's a direct extension of the nervous system. So whatever you're putting on the skin is going to go directly into the nervous system. Or what you're not putting on the skin is going to inhibit the skin from supporting the nervous system. Pay attention to that. And this starts early in life, and that's why the parents have to educate. So the sponsors are here wanting to speak to you again. So I'll be right back, and then we have a little more information to share with you about how profound our day in our program is for the children after this session. Greetings, and welcome to the Jewel Network Science Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network is a radio frequency of continuous streaming science, knowledge, and wisdom which promotes and sustains the present evolutionary process of immortality and the unfolding of the God Self within an evolving planetary society on planet Earth. The Jewel Network is committed to broadcasting the sciences of life 
and the sciences of living by cultivating the mind of a scientist. You are being able to extract the very best the 21st century has to offer. You are listening to the Dr. Jewel's Neural Redesign Program and much, much more with your host physician, surgeon, microbiologist, preventative medicine, hygiene physician, and surgeon general, Dr. Jewel Poulton. Okay. Well, thank you for uh, tuning in. And, you know, we're here every Monday, the JNR show, uh, for your enlightenment and for you to know that you have a tool available to you at all times to help you redesign and upgrade your brain. And do we need it now? Of course. So many changes that are happening, and we have so many things that are happening in the wings that before this month is over, you're going to be wiping your forehead wondering what happened to the good old days. And so me, I'm not a person that wants to bring back the past. So many wonderful things that can be going on right now and in the future if more people would do what? Upgrade their brain. If they would redesign the brain for the present future. That's very much what happens. And guess what? We, we say it so much sometimes I just assume that people recognize this. Pardon me. Geometry redesigns the brain. Geometry redesigns all tissues of the human body. Now, that's your secret, okay? And, you know, <clears throat> the more you study with me, the more you come to our E4 Medicine Clinic, you'll find out about that. We have geometry for every organ. And what's so wonderful, and most people don't know that, there's certain plants, certain food sources that hold the geometry for particular organs. So if you eat the plant, you're going to automatically get the proper geometric exposure through eating the plant food. This is just the whole science on structure, okay, and shape power that we're now coming into. We just didn't have a developed brain enough to understand how geometry rules this dimension. Never forget it. Never forget it. I don't care what kind of disorder you have. It's because of geometry is not appropriate for that particular organ or group of tissues recorrect the geometry or correct the geometry, et cetera, realign the grid of light that is the foundation for all tissues, and the tissue organ itself is going to resume its normal function. This is so profound. Now, I just got an indication that you need more information here about the foot care for the children here. Very important. So, you know, we see little babies now, they can't even walk in. Their parents have the, their foot covered in rubber sole shoes, little cute gym shoes. You know, they're only about uh, two inches long, the little shoe. And they've got that on the baby's foot. Okay. They're not aware of what that does to the baby, the baby circulation, the growth of the bone, growth of the tendons and the muscles in the foot, etc. Well, let me just, from our JNR packet, read to you our statement on foot care. Okay, so listen very closely. Quote, 
we strongly recommend all sock footwear to be constructed from cotton, wool, or leather. All shoes should be constructed with a minimum of cloth or leather soles. Rubber or plastic sole shoes are only to be worn during athletic activities or while participating in water activities. Rubber soles should be worn with activities associated with the gym, with play, and specific sports only. Plastic sole shoes can be associated with swimming, beach activities. Otherwise, everyday general walking, and especially during school hours, the child's foot should be able to breathe, 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 and remain energetically in contact with the earth, in contact with the earth, with the floor, in contact with the earth or the floor. Of course, it's not written that many times in the statement. I'm just accentuating this for you to get it. Their sole shoes provide this ability to the child's feet. Keeping children's feet in energy-isolating shoes, such as rubber, synthetic fabrics, and rubber sole shoes, interferes with the electromagnetic field of the child's body and the entire nervous system. Rubber isolates the foot from absorbing the electromagnetic waves and life force waves received from the earth throughout the foot. Do you understand that that's what happens? Rubber isolates the foot from absorbing the electromagnetic waves and life force waves received from the earth throughout through the feet. This is very important. You do not want to cut your children's fields off from coming in contact with the earth because Mother Earth is sending us all this energy, all this information from her surface that makes the connections with all of these energy points on the sole of the foot that then conducts all of this energy from the earth, the electromagnetic field of the earth throughout the body. That's why so many people feel grounded. She's like, oh, let me take these shoes off. I need to put my foot on the ground. You know, oh, my foot needs to be close to the ground. They just have to get that synthetic rubberized fabric off their foot before they can feel the calmness again in their body. Why? because there's a direct exchange of energy that's constantly moving from the surface of the earth throughout our environment, throughout space, and the human body craves that. And it picks it up directly when the skin is on the surface of the earth. That's why we also feel great when we lie down. A lot of the children, you know, let them, they want to lie down on the earth. They just want to lay there under the sun, the whole spine to the back, et cetera, because they're being grounded. What does that mean? They are being magnetized to the earth's field that brings a harmonious flow of electromagnetic energy throughout the entire human body. And the little children, they feel that and they know it. So definitely when the electromagnetic field is weakened in the body, we all feel sluggish, uh, immune system is down, et cetera. And this is what happens to me and the children. Definitely 
the children are weaker and it weakens their immune system. And so we never think about our children going outside, laying on the grass, putting them on a blanket, laying them down on a blanket, letting the sun shine on them, et cetera. This is so important. Now, this is a very interesting aspect because people who are melanin recessive, okay, they refer to themselves as being white people, which is not true. However, they do have less melanin in the skin, and so therefore they don't interact well directly with the sun because this pigment actually absorbs the sunlight, dissipates it constructively throughout the skin and the rest of the body so that no area of the body is particularly overheated or depleted, which is why people who have melanated skin basically don't have what they call sunburn, that they don't have part skin, that they don't have really a lot of dry areas on the surface of the body because melanin interacts and mediates moisture, mediates heat, mediates very harsh rays from the sun constructively so that all the tissues can use those energies well. That's all. So if that's not your genetic inheritance where you initially and innately have melanin, it's no problem. The key here is, however, just like we know already, we use sunscreen and you have intermittent exposure time. So you can't necessarily be out for hours in one exposure to the sun, et cetera, or even laying on the uh, soil, on the grass, but you do it intermittently so that the tissues on their own can re-equilibrate the amount of energy electromagnetically, moisture, et cetera, and heat, so that on their own volition as a group, a community of cells will equilibrate the energy that's been absorbed. Once that happens, then you can expose yourself again, lay down again, and for that amount of exposure, maybe it's a 45 minutes, maybe it's an hour, and then you can come back every three hours or so and expose yourself again. But direct continuous exposure for who are not melanated, no, it can cause damage to the skin because of what? Overexposure. The sun is not the issue. We know that. We need the sun, okay? We need the earth, okay, and the energies that radiate from it. We need the grasses and the plants. But now how much can you tolerate directly is dependent on your genetic history and on how your tissues are able to respond genetically to the environment, okay? You have to think about that. And the same thing with our little children. All right, so, okay, for the sponsors, keep wanting to speak. Well, I'm going to say just a little bit more about the uh, JNR and uh, how it upgrades the brain and in our children. It really structures the brain. It really directs those neurons. It stimulates what we call neurogenesis, which happens already in the child's brain. But the what we call pruning, where so many uh, neurons are actually plucked away out of the brain for to make way for new for new neuron growth and development happens 
too too rapidly for too many people, and especially for too many children. So everybody's born a genius, but why can't we slow down the pruning process where we don't lose so many cells as new ones are trying to grow? And that's something that we're solving, and that's one of the things that the JNR does. It helps that all the little new neurons that want to grow in the brain can be nurtured. So, therefore, the brain doesn't feel that it has to pluck out this bunch because you're too new and you need to keep this bunch over here. They're older. All of them can be nurtured and standardized. So you just wind up being an incredible person neurologically, which is what happens with the adults if they would apply the JNR every day. So I'll be right back after this message. Oh, okay. I'll be right back after this message. Humanity is experiencing a vast variety of disorders, HIV, sick virus, Ebola, hypertension, meningitis, STDs, Alzheimer's, COVID-19, and many others. These disorders are the result of not knowing how to live within and navigate the human body. Most of us have learned how to drive a car, but have yet to learn how to care for and navigate our body. Enroll into the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living to learn how to navigate and maintain a disease-free body. Visit us at www.jewish.education or visit us on Facebook. Okay. Now I want to say one more thing before it's time for us to go. And uh, this JNR program is awesome for the children. Awesome. So, again, you know, I linked it to uh, autism, but any of the other problems that children are having with the development of their nervous system, the JNR, the Jewel Neural Redesign, will upgrade and support continued structured, biologically appropriate growth and development of the brain and nervous system. It does this in adults and much easier in the children, much, much easier in the children. Our only is making sure, one, that the parents make sure that the child is exposed to the geometry every day, and two, that the parent is making sure that the exposure is accurate and legitimate exposure. That's why we interview every parent that wants to put their children on the JNR, and no parent can uh, put their child on our JNR brain development program without them as the adults being on the program. At least one parent or guardian has to be on the JNR as the child is being treated because why would we want to upgrade the brain of the child and not the upgrade the brain of the parent or the guardian? We definitely do not want to have a society or a household ran by a child because they're smarter than the parents and the guardian. That's crazy. The parent is always smarter, has more information. They've been here on the planet longer. But now how their brain may be arranged, they may not act like it or they have so many other problems that haven't been resolved that the attention needed may be uh, inadequate at the time to the overall household. 
that's why we want to make sure that the adult, the parent, can definitely bring the household into a state of stability so that the child basically has a stable environment to develop within, and then we can upgrade the brain of the child. So now, this is one of the things I noticed that's a real problem here for growth and development of an awesome nervous system in children are the sleep habits. Oh, my God, I've seen so many parents disobey the sleep patterns needed to grow an awesome brain. And so when I see children walking around and it's 11 p.m., the children are up at 1 p.m., and you're only six years old, you know, seven years old, you know, I'm like, okay, here we have a future problem. I don't ever want to see anybody have to be incarcerated That's a terrible thing. We are not structured to be incarcerated. The human is to flow with everything, to be free and do. But now when that nervous system has not been allowed to mature properly and to grow properly, it will definitely send the wrong information, aberrant as we call it, information throughout the organs of the body, therefore causing the body to respond, what, inappropriately which means that we're not able to keep our agreements with friends, family members, with our community, with our society that we live in, et cetera, and the way that has been chosen to handle people who appear not to be able to conform to the agreements that we have made as a community, that we've made as a state, they're isolated and they're put in captivity and isolation. It's a horrible experience. I don't care whether people adapt to it or not, and they've been doing that. You know, people have been uh, isolated for 30 years, okay? But we know they have severe adaptation problems. And, you know, well, this is a new thing. We'll talk about that later. But for the children, let me give you this information. Oh, my goodness, time is almost gone. Sleep is critical to a child's total body development. The child requires adequate sleep for the development of all of the systems of the body, and especially the brain. For a child to develop a strong, healthy body and a strong and stable nervous system, sleep times must be established and sustained throughout the developmental stages of infancy, childhood, and adolescence. Yes, the adolescent does not have a completely developed brain yet. So they're walking around at 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning. Uh Uh-uh, that's a no-no. So just real quick, three months, nine months to three years old, bedtime is 7 p.m. Three months to three years old, 7 p.m. Three years to eight years, 8 p.m. Three years to 12 years old, 9 p.m. Do you understand that? Your 12-year-old should be in the bed by 9 p.m. because of all the growth and development that has to happen during adolescence, uh, mature, et cetera, and to prepare them to be able to have strong genitalia, ovaries, and sperm for reproduction later in life. How many uh, 12-year-olds are in bed at 9 p.m.? They should be. Again, I don't have enough time, but I just want to say the 12-year-olds to 14, 
They should be in the bed by 10 p.m. Yes, they should. So don't forget now, tune us in every Monday, 5 p.m. On Tuesdays, Deborah Healthy Kitchen. On Wednesdays, you'll hear me again. On Thursdays, oh, my goodness, the best of the TJN. And uh, you'll hear me again on Fridays, 6 p.m. Tune in and listen. And don't forget, we're here to help you upgrade your brain. So I love you very much. So you can contact me by telephone, email, et cetera. But let's upgrade our brain. This is the Global Reset. You don't want to have a raggedy, underdeveloped, underintegrated brain by 2023. Don't to yourself. Upgrade your brain. Love you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Jewel Network Science Broadcast Speakers. Join Dr. Jewel here each Monday at 5 p.m. on the Jewel Network, hosted by thejewelnetwork.com and Jewel University of Immortal Science for Immortal Living Jewish. For our complete broadcast schedule and additional information to purchase products, please visit our website, www.jewelnetwork.com. If you'd like to contact us, please send your email to info at thejewelnetwork.net. Thank you. This broadcast is under full copyright and trademark protection owned by the House of Jewels. This broadcast in its entirety nor any part of this broadcast can be reproduced, copied, or transcribed, placed into podcast format, placed into MP3 format, or suspended, or any other internet digital location without express permission from the House of Jewels, Washington State, USA. To reproduce or suspend this broadcast or any digital location other than the Jewel Network is prohibited and legal proceedings will follow accordingly. Thank you for listening.